What's up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. And in this episode, I finally get to sit down with a band that I've been meaning to get a hold of for a long, long time. I got to finally sit down with the guys of Familiar with Failure. And it was perfectly timed. Uh, They just released a song that I think is an absolute smash. I remember when I heard it, I had to call caleb and josh and colby but again i just this one caught me off guard i wasn't ready for it and you're gonna hear it on the back side of this intro when it's when it comes in i mean it just for me it hit all the elements and i'm really glad i got to sit down and talk to them about you know just them as a band uh familiar with failure has been around since 2014 2015 but like you hear they didn't start taking it serious till about 2020 and i mean We talked about everything from them actually growing up together and being on the same like little league baseball teams um, to to like their moment when they as a band knew, oh, you know, this is it. You know, you know, they had that moment at the House of Blues and and it was just so cool to, to experience that. And then, you know, other moments like going to see Silent Planet play and getting a little handwritten note that said familiar with failure will open for Silent Planet one day. And then that actually coming true. Like, I mean, we just go on and on about like how MySpace was cool. I seem to be talking about MySpace a lot. Uh, Please bring it back, Tom. Uh, And then even their Dead Reflections podcast about scary stories and all kinds of crazy stuff. But man, this episode is just one of the most wholesome episodes I've had in a long time. And, you know, I I say that every episode is the best, but man, some of these just kind of stand out. And this one, this one stood out for me. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Come and Take It Live, Come and Take It Productions, BumperActive.com, Titan Audio, The Field House. Man, I cannot thank you enough uh, for letting us use that space. It was exactly what we needed to sit and have a conversation. Um, If you guys ever want to go check it out, it is at 1717 Scottsdale Drive. God, that sounded so rehearsed, but I promise it's not. I just remember the the address because I've been there so many times. (laughs) But anyway, thank you, Fieldhouse. And obviously, if you have a show that you want to get promoted, hit me up. Hit up Texas Metal United, and we will do what we can to get people to the show to see y'all. But uh, with all that said, here is familiar with failure. What did, what did we say last time? <laughs> I'm back in the saddle again. <laughs> Take two. Hell yeah. We lost a camera. Now we have a camera. And uh, let's just hope that everything works. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's just hope it all works Hopefully. out. God knows it took us exactly one hour and 45 minutes to set all this up. And we're only going to record. Hey, that's what you got to do it. for a Dude, good show really business. Surprised. Yeah. I'm really surprised that it only took us that long with like not knowing how we were going to do it. Yeah. Showbiz, baby. Showbiz. So showbiz. again, thanks for tuning in. I'm Ryan, obviously your host of the ATX Metal Podcast. And today we have Familiar with Failure all the way from LaGrange, Texas that 
decided to come up here and record in the new space at the field house in Cedar Park. And thanks to the managers and the powers that be, this is my old uh, stomping grounds where I used to work, not in the field house, but associated with the field house. So very, very gracious in letting or them letting us have this uh, set up. So uh, we'll just get straight to it before it gets really loud in the background and all of the church goers come out and this, start to have a good time. Uh, this place parents. is sick, by the way. Yeah, dude, this thing is, this place is amazing, but uh, you got to watch out for the mommies with the memes, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, go around the room, introduce yourself and uh, what you do in the band, and then we'll just kind of go kick it off. Start with Josh. Oh. I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. I, uh, I do Welcome. the uh, I do the vocals, the harsh vocals for Familiar with Failure. Okay. And I'm awkward. I'm sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Caleb and I played drums. I'm Kyle. I write riffs. He's the riff daddy. <laughs> the riff daddy. And uh, I'm Colby. I play bass and do backup vocals, all kinds of vocals. You kind of like, and, and, and just so everybody is clear, we're obviously doing this on video and we have the lovely Ashley, is it? To get that name right? Summer. 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 Okay, sorry. Some target demographic white girl name. <laughs> that wasn't like a swipe at you. Yeah, 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 okay. Meet Ryan, the one of the most. Anyway. But that's a, that's awesome. um I'm super happy to have you guys up here. I'm really happy that I have a space to provide and you guys have these amazing fucking cameras. Like, holy shit. Dude, we're just happy to be here. It's it, yeah. we've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah. Like, and, and and like we were saying earlier, like I consider you guys, you know, some of the OG bands because where I got started at Dirty Dog, you know, that's where I really got to lay the groundwork of, of the podcast. And now I'm, I'm in my eighth year, ninth year, somewhere in that ballpark of doing this. And I'm finally happy to get back to in-persons because it just, it's just a different vibe, you know, like oh, yeah. actually yeah. being able to physically look at somebody and, you know, just everything that goes with a live interview. You know, kind of, I kind of have like, I was on the way down here. I went for a run today, jammed your guys' discography. Absolutely amazing. It's just kind of like, why do I not listen to these guys more? Like, <laughs> come on, get these Spotify numbers up, Ryan. And um, it, it's great. So I guess we'll just kind of start like, like band history, like, you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here kind of shit. Started from the yeah. bottom. So, uh, any, anybody can take it. Anybody That's can take the, it. The OG group. Yeah. So, the so high school group. So, 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 three, this, yeah. so this all started in high school. Yeah. So yeah, we, we started a project uh, before this band. Uh, it was called Distemper. The okay. thing your dog gets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The disease that dogs get. Um, yeah. We were, we were still in high school, obviously. And uh, yeah, we just, we wrote some Metallica, like, tight thrash songs and and um yeah we played one show at, at, at my, his house in my parents living room <laughs> you played a show you played a house party for yeah. your first show uh, well yeah. i don't know if you call it a party we were there and <laughs> we played a show we were there we had yeah. it was there was pizza involved <laughs> there was pizza involved it was a pizza party with a band playing so when were your parents i mean obviously they're supportive of yeah you guys chasing yeah. music passions oh, for sure. i mean did anything get broken? Was there any like hindsight? Like, actually, no, no, no your amp were a couple thrown. times just from like negligence. But uh, <laughs> y'all hang my y'all hung my guitar in a fucking yeah. barrel and it really yeah. pissed me off. That's a long story. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll save that and for so, another interview. Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. So we <laughs> we kind of we kind of fizzled that out, and um, then I met this young lad over here i'm not young <laughs> he's, like, I'm old. he's the oldest in the band yeah 
There's um, no gray hair yet, but it's coming. I met him through some mutual friends, and uh, we actually started working at the same restaurant in another small boss. town near us. And uh, I was like, hey, you've been in bands before, which this man has been in some wacky, like, pretty popular uh, metalcore bands back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I started... Right out of high school, I played in a band called Skyline, and we got pretty popular, like in College Station, Houston area. And it was just Christian metal, not even metalcore, Christian screamo. <laughs> okay, hey man, wasn't I was, I was, that was some of my gateway bands. I mean, yeah, like my Under Oath and all oh, that. Yeah, I mean, obviously <laughs> Under Oath, and then uh, uh, for today. Oh yeah, and oh yeah. There was this one band that I always keep keep close to my heart because there was. I'll just real briefly. A band called Endwell, mm-hmm. and we—I I don't know how I got it on their kick, but I just really liked their sound. And when I was working overseas and would come home, me and my wife would go on like little tours to go see different bands play at different cities. So like we were the touring band essentially. Oh, that's but cool. we were going to see the shows, and we went to go see Endwell in Virginia, I believe, in this little like Christian. <laughs> room that's in like a strip plaza that's yeah. next to a bar and it was i was like oh this this is gonna be great and there's kids in there just throwing trash cans and chairs yeah and yeah. uh they have a stage about that size about that size yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and um <laughs> my wife got hit by a pit ninja full full closed fist he was Ooh. just starting the lawnmower and i mean this i think this was before the full-on you know cartwheels and all that yeah, wild. Yeah. this was just straight up you know, pick just, pure up, just yeah. pick them up, put them down. And she just, she was filming and I was to her left. And all of a sudden I just saw homie, just one swing. Oh, wow. and my wife went down like a wet noodle. And then I went after that kid and the security guard that we've been buying shots for <laughs> yoked me up and was like, Hey man, that dude's 17. You're going to catch a charge. I'm like, man, this is maybe, maybe this is what the Lord wants. So yeah, praise Jesus. Yeah, praise yeah. Jesus yeah. for me, not murdering you, one Jesus. of his children in in the in his in name space so. yeah. <laughs> but yeah so that's so, my christian metal story yeah so. yeah 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 that was my he- like big influence and then uh, i was in a band called inside falling skies for a little while uh that formed from uh playing like indie never shout never bullshit okay and then we got a drummer and then i was like i want to scream again and then i uh me and my wife got pregnant and uh so i kind of quit all that and then i like how you said we yeah. The, the, for everybody listening and watching, if you get pregnant, it's not just you. It's a exactly. two to tango. Okay? Yeah, two to tango. I lasted about seven seconds. She had nine months. You know, like, um, <laughs> I love you. Perfect. If you listen to this, babe, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that's going to be the name of this. Of this. Seven seconds. Seven months. seconds with familiar bro. with failure. Clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. Uh. But yeah, and uh, yeah, Colby hit me up and he was like, you used to do that. You should do it again. And then my daughter actually was like, you should do music again, dad. Oh, like, that's cool. Yeah. So I was like, it was like meant to be kind of thing. And nice. Yeah. Now we're here. And our original idea was to just be like a at home recording band. And then I got these dudes involved again. And and, like, oh, I want to play shows. And I was yeah. like, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> the fine. itch to play shows was just too strong. I've got two or three instances where I remember being at a show or at some kind of event where I was like, I, I need to be on the stage. I need to be on the part that, that side of it. And, uh, I think one of, one of them, we were all there. I don't know if Josh, you were there No. But in <laughs> high school around 2016 ish, we went to Beartooth. We saw Beartooth headline with silent planet and then, uh, ghost key, which is, we'll get man. into that eventually. Yeah. Um, and man, we, the, the floor was rocking the stage. It was packked. There I got people kicked flying in the everywhere. face and as one should. 
like that was, by the guitarist with his guitar. Was, that was yeah. the show where we all sat down outside of the House of Blues in Houston. I was like, I want to be, I want to do that, man. Like, that, oh, so that's that cool. was like the moment. That was the yeah. moment for me. Wow, yeah. I've never yeah. got like, I've never gotten that on this, yeah. on this before. I never got like yeah. the moment, it, yeah. like clicked in your head. Yeah. Like, I want to. There's do been a this. few times that that was the main. That was the first one. Yeah. The other one was seeing Vanna. I think that was um, that was the one yeah. that we shared a group experience yeah. as, and all four of you were there. Uh, no, no, not, not Josh, but okay. us three. Yeah. yeah, I'm the odd one out. It's okay. <laughs> I'm here. Well, I knew Josh at the moment. with you. I knew Josh at this moment, but he just. Well, what was your moment? What was your moment? Oh, I, yeah. I want to do it. Um, uh, my friends were the ones that started Skyline, and then the the vocalist didn't show up, and I was like, I want to try, and then mm. and then it happened. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. It's easy as that. Yeah. It's also a lot more common in the yeah in yeah. Back era. In, dude, the scene is so different. Like back in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, yep. like that scene is a whole. I wish the scene was like it was back then. It was but, strong. Yes. Not saying it's not strong now, but yeah. I think. Throwing. I think what's happening now is so kind of about the time frame that I got to be familiar with with y'all and the other locals that were constantly coming and hitting Dirty Dog and all the other mm-hmm. like side venues up in like Red River. Oh um, yeah, God, what was the other one? Lucky Lounge? Mm-hmm. I think that was off of like Fourth or Third Street. Uh, there was just so many like pocket venues, and yeah. I think that's what really made Austin cool. And Austin's still cool; it just has a different vibe. But like you were saying that the older scene just seemed to be more, I don't know, energetic, yeah. uh, more, more hungry. Yeah. Because today, yeah. now you just do some shit in your bedroom and launch it up on Spotify right. or TikTok. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, you've got a fucking deal sitting in your inbox. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, what was, what are some of the biggest struggles? I mean, for being a, I guess, when did, when did the band as a whole, as it sits right now, when was that like official? When did that? We had a, a date. I don't remember. It was September something. It was 2017, I know. Yeah. Okay, so September 2017. Yeah. And, and then th- this this happened, what year? Uh, 2014? I mean, yeah, high 2015? school. So we, were, okay. we, we graduated 17, you graduated 16. Yeah. So somewhere in there. So almost a decade running as a as a as a Almost, project. yeah. Yeah. But as a whole year. Damn. Thanks, Ryan. I got a day. If I'm dating myself, I got a day show, okay? <laughs> we didn't yeah, start dude. taking it seriously, though, until like, what, like 2020? Yeah, yeah. Ab- like after, uh, after yeah. the pandemic, <laughs> yeah, pretty much two weeks ago, guys. We're, talking about. we're still figuring it out because, yeah. like, well, we we were getting a little bit of traction before the pandemic, yeah, and then that obviously. I think that's one reason everybody that we've been able had. to stick around for as long as we have is that we we want to put out serious music and yeah. and yeah. everything because we a mission statement is to be somebody that you can reach out to and talk to and stuff like yeah. that because we that's the bands that hit us so we want to give that to people. We also like to have fun. Right. So a lot of the stuff that we do isn't super serious at yeah, all. Yeah, we don't take ourselves so seriously at all. <laughs> so so we I think that's part of the reason. If we were, you know, strict about everything, we probably wouldn't have stuck around for as long as we yeah, have. Yeah, we so were burnt out, so I think. So you think just because of the kind of it's not serious, it's more fun, hobbyish kind of thing is the reason why it's kind of stayed together for as long as it has. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. don't, don't get and, me wrong, we want to yeah, be successful, yeah. but it's like Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. We, you, why not have fun doing it? Why does yeah. it have to be this like time schedule? Like if you can't make a practice, okay. And like, you know, like it's not, think, it doesn't have to be like super strict. I think an important thing to note is that like a lot of bands that you see that are successful around here are people who are also in like other bands 
and right. they have they have more than one project. They're musicians. They, they're trying to make a living out of it. Yeah. So they take it super seriously. We were friends before we started a band, yeah. and yeah. and we've remained that hey, that I, way since. I've known this dude since like second, third grade. Yeah. But oh, we, so we, you guys grew up together. Yeah. We we've played on little little league teams together, baseball and all no that. No shit. Yeah. I met I met you when I was like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Uh, like actual me- I knew who he was just because he was in a grade below me right like, the whole time Caleb yeah yeah <clears throat> I'm not gonna do you do you want me to drop your nickname <laughs> Nugget, <laughs> Man, <this is> Nugget. <laughs> everyone knew him as Nugget it's, I mean I, I, I gotta ask why uh, okay. <laughs> like, no, the, uh, there was no real reason I remember joining athletics and I had a coach come up to me and he's like, we need to get you a nickname. I told them this story. But he looks at me, he goes, we're going to call you Moose. Moose. And I was like, what are you talking about? Um, and then I played basketball that year, and we had a coach, uh, Coach Barrier. I barely remember him. The only thing that stands out is that moment. But we were playing. Nuggets were doing really well at the time defensively. I was big on defense. Yeah, Nuggets, speaking of which. Um, and so yeah, Nugget, so yeah. Nugget came from a coach during basketball season. Yep. And you love. And you love the Nuggets, or at the time? Uh, uh, no, I didn't nah, know. Just, yeah. It was just it was a name, coach, you know. Yeah, the yeah. coach. As far as sports go, it's Houston all the way for me. I got you. Yeah, I got you. every everything in that town. Sorry for your football team, but oh, <laughs> hey, man, I was an Arian Foster fan through and through. So I mean, you know, he was the truth, and then yeah. he got hurt, and then he got hurt again. Yeah, you know, so goes. <laughs> but anyway, back to music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I so again, I'm super happy that this is happening because again. We've we've known each other yeah. for a very long time. Every and I, time I see you at a show, we sit and talk for like an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and that's the one thing that I love about these is that you know, nine years in, I'm still talking to people that I've known for you know five plus years, yeah. and there's so much history there. So it's like really hard to condense into an episode. Um, so it's just you know getting together and just kind of actually having to sit down and mm-hmm. you know you know that whole like vibe check thing. Like I'm I'm just I'm happy that this is finally fucking happened like yeah. <laughs> even on my run today like i was listening to some guided run and it was called the fork yeah run so it's like 4k fuck yeah but yeah, yeah they were yeah, trying yeah. to like you know play on words and but it was really cool because the episode or the, the guided run was about like setting goals. even though if you don't hit all the goals at least you set them what did you do to get there so i guess the kind of tie-in here is like this is one of my goals was to have a nice space to you know sit down and have a chat with you guys for sure what are some of the band's future goals you know I mean, you could either go like individually or, you know, band wise, but obviously for the music. Yeah. Um, so we are working on a, our EPK to start sending off to labels and stuff. We've written like all new music for it and everything else. Uh, then we have our single that's coming out soon. Um, that's not going to be a part of the EPK. It's not the we'll same. Just say, we'll just say August. It'll be standalone. <laughs> yeah. Standalone yeah, single. Standalone. It's, it's kind of like the last of our old material yeah before we like dive into this new project yeah because okay. with our ep that we're releasing with the epk we really wanted to hone in on what our sound was right and so that's what we've been working on and that's what those songs are i i guess you would i don't know how you would describe our sound like kind of like downswing okay i yeah. love downswing yeah i think that's part of what we've been doing a lot recently is just figuring out what that is yeah and that's just gonna be like finding yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's gonna be like, ever-changing yeah, because we because we write stuff to have fun, and so that kind of reflected like we would have one song that sounded like Kublai Khan, and then another song that was more I don't know. I mean, the single that's coming out, I, there's a couple specific moments where I was like, "This sounds like 
uh, Dying Wish. I want to make it sound like Dying Ooh, Wish. Dying Wish. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Dying. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely. Like you could, you could probably say the 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 main riff of the new song is very Pantera. Oh yeah, very Pantera riff. Yeah. Let's see if I can. While I was running, I was taking screenshots of uh, songs I was listening to. And if I'm not mistaken, yet yeah, here we go. Uh, Loneliness isn't forever my friend. Friend. Right, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Cut off the. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a long it title. Yeah, title. You can see it. How we're, we're trying to, we're we're trying to bring the a... long ass titles yeah, back. Dude, yeah. That's the fucking 29 scene, man. That's the era I'm from. Okay. Lift for short. L-I-F-F. Yeah. yeah Lyft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or loneliness. So, we just so can anybody explain this song? I mean, I, I honestly can't remember like what it was about or how it sounded, but I definitely. Yeah. Musically, I believe it was mainly me and Kyle. Yeah. Um, this happens a lot with our songs. Um, I've, it's after we get done practicing, I'm just jamming around and he always catches my riffs. He's like, bro, we got to make a fucking song out of that. It's, it's the <laughs> intro riff. I'm just hanging on 12 on the low uh, C string. The yeah. song's in okay. drop C. Hanging on 12 and going up to, I think, two or three. And he's like, yo, that's sick. I'm like, dude, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> that's yeah that's how we write He's music like, yeah no no do it again do it yeah, again. pretty much that's, that's whenever he shows up to practice if but. we if we could sum down a formula into how we write songs it's usually kyle will come up with a riff and then we will either josh or me or caleb will cohesively just piece it together from there yeah because yeah, um uh, I can't really write anything that's actually in time, apparently. <laughs> he's he's, a, he's m- dude, his, his, his <laughs> timing is all meter, over the place, dude. Uh, Metorically challenged, if that makes <laughs> sense. Like, there's so no, he, he doesn't understand meter. Okay, like, 4-4 four, okay. four doesn't <laughs> exist in Kyle's world. One, two, three, exactly. four. One, he's like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop. <laughs> He gets upset. <laughs> he's like, he's like four, four triggers me, dog. Don't, don't do it. He's, uh, Colby said my brain is wired in five eighths. Or it really whatever. is. Yeah. Or like seven sixteenths. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is very yeah. old school. But I mean, yeah, it's good. I mean, yeah. you don't hear, I mean, I, and that's the one thing that I really like about music today is, you know, a lot of shit happened during COVID to where obviously musicians like you guys could not practice. I mean, you could still practice and play, but you couldn't like, get on stage and flesh shit out yeah. unless you had like some stage like this in someone's backyard that didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Which, but, you know, house shows are awesome. Dude, bring house shows dude. back. What, I want to go what on what a house show. We haven't, we haven't played an bring official house show yet. <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> bring them back. Bring dude. back the house show. Who, bands that are listening, if you want to do a house show tour, yeah, us up. Dude, we're, we're down. Oh God, an underground. What if it was like a speakeasy House, you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. only way oh, that you knew cool. about it was by word of mouth. That'd I feel like sick. that's how it used to be, though, right? Yeah, they used to, so, yeah. so like, Josh is from Brenham. Yeah. If you know, do you know where Brenham, Brenham is? That's Bluebell on two ninety. That way, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. So, like, Brenham used to have a decent like scene. Yeah, I guess because of me, you would call I would literally it. throw shows it was just at, the, of you. at the Washington County Fairgrounds. <laughs> Like you know, like like those. <laughs> have you heard of like the small town breakdown or yeah. small town throwdown? I've heard. Of, yeah, that sounds very familiar. That's you. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah Did, I would. I would get like fifteen bands from all over to come and play. Almost like a fest. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Like there's like, it's like no one's in charge. Like it's just the bands just come and yeah. everyone has a good time. Yeah. Everybody's and, just like. And I mean, you want to go? You want to go? Sure, yeah. Go. yeah. Like, dude, exactly. I would make like I'd make enough money to pay every band and still pay the venue get money back and make money in my pocket and yeah. everything yeah that's good like man that, yeah. that's the type of stuff that we want to like 
yeah work towards bringing back let's do it i would say what were you gonna say you were gonna say something oh well the last show that we played on that we played a run with our good friends in flip cup yeah and one of those shows in tyler it felt like that like yeah oh yeah wait the band is called flip cup yeah Yeah. from midland texas yeah that that was their breakup tour yeah those guys we literally played and it was an art gallery in the basement of an art gallery it was the coolest fucking thing ever that's fucking (laughs) rad like literally the the hallway for us to load in was a hallway of mirrors so we were like trying to figure that out (laughs) while getting equipment in like it was it was just like all right colby get super the front the front of the shop looked like a like an old just like vacuum store yeah like yeah, from like the 50s that, okay yeah so yeah. that's what i'm saying like if there was any way that we could set this up because i i was so getting all of this equipment out kind of mm-hmm. like knocking the dust off i was throwing in thumb drives just to kind of see a what was on it how much room yeah and that dude i was finding stuff from 2017 2016 what? of like there's this band called no life kings i love no life kings they are just rowdy they don't exist anymore i think it was just like were they kind of like the chariot, like just all yeah, over the place, like, crazy? Man, yeah, just, yeah. And like, um, oh my god, Long so, so my chariot. So yeah. I actually ran into one of the members at some expo. He's selling like uh, blinds or some shit now. <laughs> Trevor, yeah, shout out Trevor. No nice. life kings, love you, dude. Um, DK, he's in Washington State, I believe. Oh wow, talk to him like very, very sporadically. Um, and then I think the front man, oh God, I want to say his name's like CJ or something. Uh, damn that either way. And then, um, God, I knew I was going to forget one name and he's the guitarist. He's got this sick mustache, but he had all these cool like instruments that were just so off the charts. Weird. I forget this thing where you like flick it or tap it and it's like created a resonance. And he's like, that's the OG shoe gaze. Oh, he (laughs) dude, pedals, pedals for days. I mean, it was just, God, I feel like his name. I'll remember it. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to put it in the description. Yeah. But anyway, um, they would, I went to one of their house parties. Um, I think I went to a bury the rod house show. Oh, nice. Uh, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, just looking <laughs> at all of that footage was just like, ah, uh, like su- such nostalgia. And I feel like, you know, now that, you know, for the past year or so mom jeans have been in. So I feel like that nineties, early 2000 music might just come along with the mom jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I can see that. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, but I mean, today's music is just so—it's so accessible now uh-huh. that you don't have to do the grind like you guys used to. Um, so, do you guys feel? I, I guess where are you guys at in the in the? I guess in today's world of music, like, do you think that the local scene has had an improvement, or is there still room to, to like grow? I think it needs to be a combination of now and back in the day. I, and I remember sitting on MySpace. Oh, yeah. God, I, can, damn. I can hear my gray top hairs five, growing. Top five, baby. <laughs> but I would literally go on the band's MySpace and individually message people and be like, hey, so-and-so. Like I, like, I would go and check the profile and everything to, like, you know, like, know them in some way, shape, or form right. and make it seem more personal and be like, check out my band. And like now you don't have to like do that. <laughs> now check out my band is just like, like this hashtag running joke on Facebook. Like, bro, don't just add me to check your friends, <laughs> yeah. your band out. Like, and, but it was but it was great. I discovered so I made so many friends doing that. Oh yeah, like, yeah, because people would actually message back and be like, yeah, sure. Oh, it's sick. Or oh, it sucks. Oh, why? You know, like it would always start conversation. Right. And that's 
what's lacking with today is there's no conversation starting. It's all just hashtag fucking here's a picture, here's a yeah. video, like right. it with a heart and go about your day. There's no fucking top five. Like, dude, you know how many hearts were broken, but then also how many spirits were lifted being on like somebody's top five. Oh, dude? yeah. Right. I, can, I can only imagine going to like your friend's profile and seeing like like a track just sitting there just like ready to go. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I got something. You say you used to message band members and all, and all no, that? No, like, no, just individual people. Like, people? I would literally just go through, like, say they liked uh, Falling in Reverse. I'd be like, okay, these people like Falling in Reverse. And I would literally go person to person oh, that's and message okay. them and be like, hey, it's I like, see that yeah, it's, like yeah. it's like being in the warp Tour line and seeing a band that you know on their shirt uh, and be like, hey, you like this? Check this shit out. That's a pretty good yeah. analogy. I like that. Yeah. The yeah. warp Tour line. Dude, Dude oh. the amount of time someone with a boombox just <laughs> trying to sell me a CD in the Warped Tour line, bro. I I helped. Uh, what was that rapper's name? MC Lars. I think is that. I don't. I don't remember. I think that's what his name was. He actually wore our band shirt when the band the previous band I was in uh, on at Warp Tour because he walked up and was like, "Y'all look like you're in a band. You want to help me like pass out like like CDs and stuff while while we're in line?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, sure, free labor. Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wear our shirt on stage." He was like, "All right, bet," and he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh well, that turned out good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about the scene that I think we've all recently talked about is kind of the state of promotion. Oh, and yeah. how that's, it's okay. been a little bit rough for us. So glad that you brought <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, oh, it, it can man. be worked on. That's one thing in this. Yeah. In the, okay. The now let's, that can be worked. Let's upon. talk about PR real quick. We oh. got about. Uh, I would say. You want to do like two episodes in one sitting? <laughs> 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 yeah. We got. We got. I think we got about thirty minutes left before okay. all the mommies with memes get a little rowdy. Um, maybe that'll be the name of the episode. <laughs> mommies with seven memes. seconds and mommies with memes. <laughs> <laughs> so I recently teamed up with a gentleman named uh, uh, Robert Hahn of Overt Enemy out of the Rio Grande Valley. Oh, nice. Just think like old school thrash, you know, just that style of music, like just just Texas metal, you know? Yeah. It, it just it just has that sound, you know, like Florida metal and, you know, Cali, like everybody has like, like Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, like that Southern like, yeah kind no, of stuff or? No, well i mean i would say there's probably hints of it <laughs> yeah. but it, it's more in the vein of just your classic like pantera yeah. and, okay. and okay and just expand from there like sepultor not, maybe not sepultor i don't know robert might punch me for a couple names anyway <laughs> it's like how you could tell when hip-hop is from houston yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah oh my god i was playing some like mgk and eight and eight ball and 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 who else fucking juicy and all like it just went on this playlist and my daughter's like what is that i'm like <laughs> That's, what did, excuse me? I was like, oh yeah, you're 10. Um, <laughs> this is Houston rap, babe. Just like, what's Houston that rap? Chop and screw. Just, that's it, man. And that's, uh, that's our outside of metal. That's, that's your shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, draped up and dripped out. That's know it. Know what I'm talking about. <laughs> RIP, RIP screw. And dude, I'm folks. such a dad, dude. God, I stop talking. Well, we're also from the area that those uh, like yeah, huge yeah. artists are from. They're from like Smithville. Yeah. yeah. LaGrange, Manchester. Oh, That's where Screws Buried is out. Yeah. No shit. Well, did not know that. Little nugget. Little yeah. nugget. Little nugget. Dude. <laughs> there you go. He's but, got um, he's got gold nuggets in his brain. <laughs> but he but Robert runs Texas Metal United, and mm -hmm. he's been doing it. I think now ten years, maybe more than that. And so we actually started talking about uh, promotion and how it, it is lacking. It's almost like yeah, the band has a certain expectation to promote their own show mm -hmm. but at the same time the venue does and then 
like myself, you know, I consider myself somewhat of a promoter because yeah. I mean, this is part of the job, you know, right. I don't want to get paid to do it. I love to do it, you know, because seeing you guys on stage with more than 10 people, you know, in the crowd, like makes my heart, yeah. you know, 20, 25, 50, hundred. I mean, obviously the show, the numbers go up, but you know, having the people to play to versus just the other bands that are there that you're playing with means a lot to me. So if any way that I can help out, I obviously do, but he started a TikTok page probably a couple of weeks ago. And all we're doing now is he's basically doing the South and I'm doing the North. So any flyers that we get from like, come and take it, Valhalla, Mohawk, uh, anywhere in central Austin. And then, uh, I'm still trying to reach out to like DFW and Houston. Um, but we're just, we're just taking the flyer, putting it in a template, loading a song in that is one of the bands that are on the flyer and then just throwing it up. And it's like seven, 10 seconds long. I mean, it, there you go. Probably, yeah. Takes, yeah. probably yeah. takes less than five minutes to really make it look, you know, the right template. And, you know, you yeah. got to put some stylistic touches on and there. That's, that's using like cap consumer. cut or something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, that's also the consumer side, even down to us on the band side, like getting load in times, things like that. Like oh. it helps even no. tremendous. Yeah. It's so you know? I can't <laughs> count how many times people have messaged me for load in times because they know that I'm affiliated would come and take it. And I'm, I guess I'm like slash promoter, talent buyer. So anytime I throw a show, I definitely want to make sure that load in times are shot out and yeah. you know the, and it seems the like the last show the last show we just played it was doors at six and there were five bands and we were first we knew we, we were first and uh so we assumed that it would start at seven because usually doors are an yeah. hour yeah. right before the first band so our set was six thirty, and we found out when we got to the venue and i had people asking me like what time you go on like, we actually had people I, show up right after we got done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We were all sweaty. They're like, did you just play? That's like, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst. It's because like I uh just no one no one sent out the set times before yeah. the show. And like when we That's first, just a simple thing. Yeah. When we first got started playing live, we were playing a lot in Houston. Mm -hmm. Uh we would get like two pages long itineraries. All right, this is when you can start. This is when you can meet at the front. They this is when you very detailed. Shit. This is when you eat. It seems like right after the well, COVID's still going on, but yeah, yeah. Where's it at? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, now it's in this mic. After COVID, we don't. It's it's not it's not great. Okay, it's, so so I'll just say this. Like, so from what would you like to see from the band side coming from either the venues or the promoters? What what are some key things that you would like to see as a band that would help you, I guess, not only A, do your job as musicians, but also B, kind of entice you to kind of like, okay, yeah, fuck yeah, they're trying, I'm trying. Yeah. Uh, that I'll, say, right there. I'll say it's yeah. a majority of the promoter side. Yeah. Because, I mean, venues, venues can only do so much. It's, yeah, because they have like their marketing budget. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, what on my side of things, like whenever I throw a show, I ask, I ask Anthony or Skylar or mm -hmm. Alec, like, hey, what? What does the hundred dollars in marketing actually get me? Does it get me a paid ad on one of the platforms? Does it get me, you know, like what am I getting in return for right. this hundred dollar marketing? Because I could use that, mm -hmm. you know, instead of putting it towards your budget, let me have it, and I think I can have more impact. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. A hundred dollars in marketing is a lot. You yeah. could you could you could blow a show up with 
ten dollars. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, these just, days just get, on social media, yeah, alone, dude, like that's two dollars a day for five days. Like the I didn't week know prior, that you could hyper focus it as much. You, as you can, can hyper focus yeah. it quite literally to like the part of Austin that you want it to oh, be. Yeah. yeah. Once yeah. I watched <laughs> that Cambridge Analytica shit, dude, I know we said bro. no politics, but dude, yeah, that yeah. fucked me yeah. up. I was like, oh, that's how they got my parents. <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> so once I so I was just sitting there and I was just like, oh my god! And then all these people are like, you know, like. It just, it boggles my mind. Like I'm 39, I'll be 40 in a month. And I'm sorry. I, rest in peace. Uh, but just seeing the way that social media can be used to get people, sorry, I'm trying to choose my words wisely here. Trying to get, trying to use social media to get people to care. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, but we take social media for granted. I, I personally think that a lot of people do like, yes. Back in the, like, okay, you were just talking about MySpace. Mm-hmm. That's like, that is one of the most OG social media platforms on the planet. And mm-hmm. it was so cool. It was so cool. Every, it was Tom perfect. was everybody's friend. Yeah. You know, everyone was learning to code. They didn't even know it. Dude. Yeah. I know? literally learned how to do HTML code from MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's just all click of buttons and you can change templates. You can, you know, yeah. I remember just like, I want the color specifically ff350 you know whatever yeah you would memorize the colors yeah, yeah dude yeah and then like changing your background and like uh-huh. top five and then you know whatever else was mixed in there yeah like like we are the early generation it guy <laughs> um, but i just feel like there there is this lack of effort when it comes to getting people to the show right i feel like the onus is more on the band all of that comes with the caveat that we also know that these people have you know, everyone has other stuff going on. Nobody course, exactly yeah. has, you know, all the free time in the world to, to dedicate it to it, unless that is your job or yeah. something like that. There's someone behind me. Oh, no, I was oh, just like, no, no, no. I was looking at the uh, the, the Sling Studio box. Was, <laughs> okay, gotcha, yeah. I haven't yeah. used it in a while, so I'm just I was like, like what, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we say it all with the, the caveat of that we understand that there it can be worked upon, but we're happy that you're throwing shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just want to be like, We're happy to be there. And we want it to be good for the people. It's not yeah. for us. That's another thing I wanted to add is that, like, when's the last time we put, I guess the the tour, the little Texas tour that we did was mm-hmm. the last time that we actually oh, we hit up threw a show. Yeah. Like, right. like, we were the ones putting it on. Um, but before that, I can't even remember the last time that, we were. That might just be a name in the game kind of thing. Like, like around most, most shows that we played in the past, like since the pandemic have been uh, promoters or other bands inviting us to play those shows. Right. Um, and so I guess on, it, it's a little different aspect. Like when you're, when you're a supporting band that's Support getting versus, asked. To, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause like if we threw the show, like you can, you can bet that we're going to put a lot, a lot of effort into promoting yeah. trying to get people to go to that. I will I will say cuz I used to do that like where I would throw shows in Burnham and stuff and I never expected a band to pull anything. It was all on me. I was the one that was printing flyers and putting them everywhere yeah. and like all that kind of stuff and I think that it's kind of like shifted a little bit now. It's all about numbers and everything else like okay, this band's going to play at this slot because they have 500 followers as opposed to this band that has a thousand that could possibly bring people in that you know and all that and and oh so you what, so you i'm sorry to interrupt but you think that maybe promoters are looking at online numbers oh yeah oh yeah versus versus maybe even tapping some of them the local will say market. that in yeah. like the, yeah like the, instagram like, like, you go to email, yeah, yeah. like you need to have x amount of blank to be able to like, yeah. what yeah we yeah <laughs> there's a there's a venue in our hometown that you have to have like 
like 20 hours of uh work like albums like music yeah. out Google music content and then you have to you have to have a, a certain amount of like followers on all your socials Holy shit. to even book a gig there yeah <laughs> and that's in a tiny town yeah that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's that's it's wild. Okay, I understand it. I get it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, okay, they, they don't want, yeah, they don't want be, like beginner musicians like booking a show. But, and no but one, see, that's no one like, showing up. Like that's the bad part of it is like because then you're not giving people a chance. Like right. and, then, the and then so like you can't get mad at these like small time like bands because they're not having a chance to even grow following in the first place. Right. Like you can follow, you can use follow bot, and so like there are plenty of bands that have. 10,000 followers and half of them are bots and they don't even, they're not even real and then people. At, at the same time, there's like shows that I've done like by myself. I used to do like just solo stuff in high school um, that all I did was hit up the owner of this restaurant to do two hours of covers and they paid me like three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, I, I did not, and this is just kind of a aside, I did not realize that people that do covers just acoustically at these random spots. Like I always go to this place called Dude, it's insane. I go to this place. Okay, two examples. I go to Culinary Dropout. It's in uh, the domain. (laughs) And typically they have uh, someone playing an acoustic set or Mm -hmm. just whatever. And it's just their version of popular songs. And I'll be sitting there eating and be like, damn, okay, all right. Today is going to be the day that they're going to come back here. Eat, you know? And, um, and then golly and so then my wife she works out at this place called the lucky the lucky rabbit in jonestown uh, yeah yeah and they have a live stage and bands that i've never heard of of course it's not like my flavor of music i want to fill it with bands like y'all and like really show them how to throw a party but <laughs> they had this one band i can't remember the name but they were expected to have a thousand people there and it was just covered that's crazy and i'm just like okay do they have any original music? And I don't, I, again, I'm happy that I kind of don't remember who this band is, but their original <laughs> music was kind of so yeah, it's kind of And then they would come back in with like, you know, Incubus and the crowd would go wild. Right. Yeah. And they yeah. pay them like five, six, seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we, how do we get like convert how, that into, right. what, yeah. How do we, how do we get the cover I, bands? I will say that, uh, was it, where's, Where's Midland? Is that East? No, West Texas. West. Dude, that scene over there is amazing. Yeah, really? And, oh, yes, yeah. And I've never a, been up there. It's amazing. Um, it, it's, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that everyone's bored out of their mind. Yeah, there's nothing to do. But uh, Sound Deep Magazine, Annie. Uh, shout Annie out Love, Annie. Yeah, she, uh, she is with Sound. She, that's how she books shows. She does it all herself. She does all the promotion the way that it used to be. Nice. And then you can see how successful it is. Because yeah. like we played like a festival there and there was hundreds of people showed up and it was all thanks to her hard work oh, like her no one it knew who we were yeah, no at all and dude we get so we've been in a magazine over there like all what? kinds of shit i think, yeah. also, I think uh, one one band on the bill knew who we were yeah and that was just and that was just because we played shows with them before yeah yeah we've actually played all of our big bigger shows have been <laughs> seven hours away yeah <laughs> not in austin so surprisingly, wow. I, think, I think that's the that's the short answer to to the whole question is th- this area just got to get with it, like because there's other areas that are doing it. 
and, and they're and they're just not yeah and yeah. The, and, the, and I guess the prime like example is that the them over there you know they're putting the time in not expecting the bands to just bring all these people and they're actually making people come yeah. right and, and we've gained so many fans literally from that like we're so we are sounding forever man like you know <laughs> like, I will <laughs> say as far as as far as heavy music goes it's a little more saturated here yeah but oh. just because there's so many bands yeah. Um, but like in Midland, Odessa, you got a handful of like heavy, right. heavy bands. Yeah. And every time we play over there, it's always mixed genre. And that's, oh, yeah. that's what yeah. brings people in. That's what like I love we had about pop punk. We had a few rappers. We had some almost ska type stuff over there. One yeah. Night. Yeah. Ooh, some ska. But it was all fun. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> had fun with every band. Everybody was out there just having a good time. There was, was no great. elitist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, no not gatekeepers. So, yeah. We, <laughs> so we, we mentioned flip cup there. Basically, like Blink Blink One Eighty Two style, okay. like yeah, that, that kind of pop punk, and uh, and we did four shows with them on a Texas run, and every show was amazing. Just because nice. there were people who were there that got a good mix of everything. Yeah, you got you got punk, you got really heavy shit from us. Yeah, and then and then we got like some some shoegazy stuff and Tyler. Um, band that sounded like Nirvana. Some more pop punk in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, stoner. Some stoner. Any stoner rock. So, uh, who's the the, really the like slow? Yeah, I really like to see you again from Austin. Oh, okay. They they, they came piece. out to Houston and played that show with us. Oh shit, they that was were the other amazing. Cool thing is that they're yeah, like slowcore. Yeah, I think that was what they titled it. <laughs> oh no, not not three piece. They're it's four like, piece. It's like shoegaze, but like they go like ham. So, yeah. Like dude, dude, the drummer's setup. He's standing. Yeah, he's yeah. standing yeah, when wild. he's playing. Yeah, it was it was, it was, was super good. cool. The steps on the kick. Yeah, I don't think it was just floor. yeah, it was just a floor tom yeah. and oh. a snare and a couple cymbals. And then he had like a the the chimes. Yeah, wind chimes. Yeah, yeah. they're really cool. pretty cool. Yeah. That's but that was the <laughs> cool thing about that run. Too. I really I'd really like to, like see, to you see you again. They're, they're, they're from the they're from here. Kings. Oh yeah, by the way. That whole promotion yeah. up to that that they were just dropping memes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so this kind of ties back into promotion. I mean, I guess I guess you just they were doing it. Yeah, they were doing it from their own account, and they would. Because they were playing Houston, Houston rap, so they were doing like chopped and screwed like memes or yeah. something like that. <laughs> just like, like city of syrup, yeah. just like <laughs> it had like a cover, yeah. cup and like the freaking like fifty fifty hat or whatever fifty hat. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 dog. Uh, what is that? The which one? The, the, a bunch of dogs. Oh, man, the, the, the Shiba Inu dogs. The Doge, yeah. I guess I guess that just kind of goes back in that, you know, knowing that, you know, from the band side that you guys feel like, and, and of course, this is just your personal experience, yeah, yeah, and, totally. but I have heard it from, you know, but such as, you know, Robert from Overt Enemy that the promotion side is lacking and maybe that's where there's shortcomings that when you go to a venue and, you know, because the one thing that I hate is I hate, I think that every band should make, you know, hundreds of dollars, but, you know, we live in the real world. We yeah. understand that sometimes a six pack and some pizza is like all you're going to get. <laughs> dude, and, dude, and, like, I would love some pizza. Yeah. Dude, free food. <laughs> but at the same time, free like, food is better than most no, of the payouts <laughs> of the shows that we played. Every time we played in West Texas, they paid us like two, like a couple hundred bucks. And we're like, 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 money? Yeah, yeah, like what? What? there's money. And they're like you drove so far and like we we don't ex like that's that's sad that that's the mentality we don't expect it we don't expect anything at all like we just are here to play the show i've had yeah i've had and and again i don't i think i was telling i think you when we were walking up that you know when they gave me this spot that it's oh, like yeah. that it you know it costs money to rent this entire space out yeah. but they're just letting 
they're letting us use it for like a trial run or maybe because they're like there's that closeness yeah and even though when i go to promote a show i hope that the bands that i ask aren't thinking that i'm doing it like because we're bros or like we've run into each other and Mm -hmm. we both have like this you know like oh you run a podcast we were in a band of course there's you know cross promotion they're like i want to pay you what i think you're worth so i'll try to stack the lineup as big as i can yeah yeah. a good mix and you know my showcases are this kind of genre blended yeah i'll throw some shit in the middle as a palette cleanser yeah just so like typically yeah. it's an acoustic not an acoustic it's like an instrumental or like a progressive kind of just shoegazy kind of thing just to kind of break up the harshness of the night but i do think that you know because when you get when you get on a show it's like kind of just metal core just hardcore. Yeah. people are burnt out by the end of it <laughs> you saw the you know, third band you're just like yeah, sounded like the second one. <laughs> uh, this is good for me just to hear you say say things like that because a lot of what we get from promoters is just here's the time, here's who you're playing with, and stuff like that. To hear, you know, like you care. Yeah, they I know that. I know that everyone else cares. just. Yeah, so like we we all think that there could oh, be dude. improvement, but we know that it, it's a working process. Everyone's learning. Yeah, or, and and the amount of the know? amount of times we've heard from promoters like, oh, y'all are way too heavy for this bill. It's like okay, so or or uh, vice versa, y'all aren't heavy uh, enough yeah, for yeah, this yeah. bill. You're, so you're hard to place. Yeah. Right? yeah. So getting on a bill is just like okay, here we go. Like I tried to book a show. Uh, actually, that for it was it was a three day run. It was my first time ever trying something like this because I throw my one show a year, come and take it. That's easy. Mm-hmm. But trying to, I would just needed to. I was like, I can do three days. Three days is easy. I'll just. Hit showing up, up every day I'll just, <laughs> I'll just hit up two venues i already got come and take it locked in yeah. they've got a, they've given me the saturday i need to find a date uh, a place in houston on friday and a place in san antonio on sunday Oof. well a place in san antonio on sunday basically does not exist yeah. <laughs> yeah. i Bro, did not know that that's, that's that rest and day the fact that you guys <laughs> laugh at that statement just well, we of, just we just played san antonio and that was that same kind of vibe. It's yeah. like, what are we doing in a record shop? Yeah. 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 It was uh, on a it was on a Saturday too, wasn't it? Might it might have been. Yeah. yeah. It was, was the last it? day of that run. Uh, so our second show we ever played, we opened up for Silent Plan. Oh, yeah. And it was a it was sold a out like Oh yeah, show. Jazz Bar. That's right in San Antonio. Oh my God. What day was that on? That was a weird day. Yeah, yeah that week. was middle of the week. Yeah, it was yeah. in the middle of the week, dude, and it was completely packed. Wall to wall. Yeah, like I remember turning I mean, around and being like, "Oh, fuck me." To be fair, like, I have to say words now. Oh, man. <laughs> to be fair, it's Silent Planet. Of like, course, that's expected. Hey, I have. No, a, we all know they were there for y'all. Yo, shout out Garrett. I mean, Garrett actually got us on the show. He like yeah. we have a picture. He was like, uh, you know, what, I went. Tell the story. I went yeah. to a Silent Planet show. Okay, like. So this months. is this is the story about how you guys got on with yeah. Silent Planet. Yeah. yeah. So I went to a Silent Planet show months before this, and uh, Garrett's just an amazing human. He's he's one of those who sticks around at the merch table oh, and meets off, everyone. Walking around. Yeah. Dude, yeah. yeah. Salt of the earth. Give, yeah. Gives you hugs all the time for no reason. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, hey man, like I'll we'll, we'll do we'll do pretty much anything that you can help us out with. Like, wh- what can we do to open for you next time you come through Texas? And he was like, all right, uh, re- he tears off a piece of like an envelope that probably had like money in it or something. <laughs> Just tears off a piece, writes on it, says, I want Familiar with Failure to open for us. And he's like, hey, take a picture of this, like me holding this. And so I took a picture and he's oh, like, almost like him taking a picture yeah. of like the, the news. Like, yeah, he's yeah, 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 holding it like, like a kidnapping video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's I'm like, still alive. Today's date. Look. He's like, uh, we'll be back in Texas in a couple months. Send this to the promoter. No shit. And yeah. so I followed through and yeah, we worked out. hit up the promoter. They're like, yeah, no. And then 
Kobe's like, ah, trump card. Trump <laughs> card, yeah. Uno reverse. Uno reverse. Eat this. It was, Talk again. it was great. It was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. Was, yeah. Actually, I got a story. Before you went to that show, if you got him to do it, we all went to go see Prada, Silent Planet, uh, Band Called Thousand Below, which they're, kind thousand of, they're below. blowing up mm. now. Mm. This yeah, was their first album. Below. Their first album tour with Love them. Love me some Thousand Below. Um, I was talking to Garrett at the merch table. I said, hey, I don't think we, we haven't even had a band name yet, have we? No. I think we've practiced like <laughs> once or twice. Yeah. I told Garrett, look, That's the band's going to open up for you one day. She's like, let's do it. Yeah. Just manifest it. And then he fucking sat on stage. Yeah. He yeah. was like, yeah, they literally said that they were going to open up for yeah, us it was, one day. It was, like a year, it. it was a year yeah. later, almost to the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, so was, like during the set, he was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout out to the local yeah. band. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Shout out to Familiar with Failure. You said you were going to open for us one day, basically. Yeah. yeah. When we were loading in to Jack's bar. I swear to God, I thought he was homeless. Like he, he was sitting down, crisscross. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 he is. You're listening to this. He is homeless. But, um, yeah, he, he, or he, he was, was for a long time. He, he was sitting crisscross, eating something barefoot. He's like, "You did rock out, man." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> oh shit, it's Garrett. It's it's so crazy, and that's the thing that I really find interesting is. You know, before I started podcasting, I would go to shows, and of course, you know, you have your favorites, yeah. and you would want to talk to them, and you know, hit him up in the merch line, and I always had like this afterthought in my head, like, they don't want to talk to us. No. <laughs> come on, come on. They just want to like they want to sell their merch, they want to get their drink, chill yeah. out, you know, take a They're shower tired. if possible, yeah. and get the fuck on the road. Exactly. And then just from literally just you know doing this and and talking to local bands and knowing that it, I was like, well, man, if the local bands love to talk to fans. Then you know the bigger bands oh, have yeah. to as well, yeah. but you just have to find like the right time. Right? Yeah. There's 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 a, I think there's this thing called after show etiquette, right? Like you <laughs> just can't, I mean if they tell you like yeah we'll be in the merch back you know like they'll tell you that's yeah. that's just the call to action like you know go get a drink let me fucking rinse my face <laughs> off and yeah. then no, I'll come I need, see I got decompression time. Oh, yeah. Set. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, exactly. yeah, I got mean, I have vocal cool rest time where I have to like just kind of not yeah. talk for. But yeah, a we absolutely bit. want to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> like, we want you to come by, and we mean it when we say it. That yeah, because I yeah. I can't count how many times like like <laughs> God like you thinking like Garrett was a homeless dude. I was talking to the drummer of of uh, oh my God, um, give me a second. I'll think of it. Well, oh my god! I, I cannot believe like, that it was. It was with uh, mother of pearl. Day to remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Come on, Prevagen. <laughs> shell. So, uh, shell nut. So we were we were on stage. I went there right? to go. That's meet. the name, right? Alex. I have no idea. Shell nut. I still don't know. I'll probably never know. Uh, I mean, I could Google it. Yeah, that's okay. We don't need it. No, not for the purpose of the story. He's either the drummer or the bassist, but yeah, continue. It was definitely the drummer. (laughs) Gotcha. Because I was standing back there with, I was standing backstage with Jose Escudero. If you guys don't know who he is, that dude is gear tech that has traveled the world. Oh yeah, we know Alter Bridge, and I mean, he's just he's done runs with uh, with uh, I think Sepultura. Uh, I mean, he's he's just he's everywhere. And everywhere, all the he's same time. He's got a time. big social media presence oh, too. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. he's always posting these sexy photos, uh-huh. and I'm just like, "Can we trade spots?" <laughs> um, I love you, wife. Uh, so <laughs> the next thing you know is he invites me down because it was a day to remember, and I think it was. I'll think of the other band in a minute, but oh, oh. the used, <laughs> duh. Ah. So <laughs> a day w- the used was opening up for a day to remember. I've never seen them either in concert. 
And I was that like, would, that must've been a sick show. Oh my God. He was like, yeah, come on down. I'll get you in. And I was like, he's like, I got extra tickets. Cause he's with the band. I was yeah. like, all right, cool. I get it. We're at the, we're at uh, the Moody amphitheater, uh, the new one in Austin. And we get to the gate. He hands me a ticket. Bloop. Sorry. This one's been used. He hands me another ticket. Bloop. Sorry. This one's been used. <laughs> he's like, well, I got these from the stage manager. Hold on one second. He pulls out this all access pass. <laughs> and that doesn't get scanned. That's just, you show it. You yeah. know? And she's like, Oh, you got one of them? Okay, okay. So you get sandwiches. And I all just stuff. instantly went from just you know GA and enjoying myself, which yeah. I would have one hundred percent, to now I'm all access backstage. Like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking around, and I got I got photos from behind. I mean, it's just a totally different thing oh, backstage. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then Jose was like, "Hey, man, come over here. You know, remember he's getting ready to go on." And so we're just standing there. And there's this guy to my left. I thought he was a roadie or like a stagehand. <laughs> And we're just shooting the shit. And he's like, who are you here to see? I was like, oh, dude, man, like both. Yeah, I've been down with, with a day for so long and, yeah. you know, the used. He's like, cool, cool, man. All right. And then we just started just, like chit-chatting. And then as they're going off, they have like this, uh, this uh, um, ritual, I guess, where everybody gets a fist bump. Anybody that's backstage, entire band fist bumps on the way out. That's sick. And I got to get one of the fist bumps. <laughs> and the guy I was talking to who I thought was a roadie, went on stage i'm like you're like wait what <laughs> like oh yeah i was man. like jose man <laughs> you right. could have fucking told me he was like bro i thought you knew like <laughs> <laughs> the drummer for a day i was like but at the same time they're just people you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It just it just that reminds me totally. of a, a, one of the warp door stories i had with garrett again again i don't know how much time we have or <laughs> i, don't I would say yeah let's let's uh let's go 10 more yeah 10 more gotcha okay that one that story's quick uh he had a class of th- it was like think tei or something like that okay. was hosting a class he was doing a songwriting one. I was the only one that bought it. And so me and him just had a little conversation. And then he's like, I'm sorry. You want to go meet the band? And I was like, yeah. Was like, yeah, I want to go meet the Let's band. Go. So he brought me behind. That was, this is another one of the moments where I was like, I want to do this. We tried so hard to get on one for that last one. <laughs> um, but uh, bringing me back to their tent, and I got to meet the Fit for a King guys. I met the Hatebreed guys. Uh, one other band that I can't remember. And then Silent Planet, just to be back there. And I mean, people are so nice. Oh, yeah, and again, dude. yeah, they're just hanging out like they're just chilling like yeah for i sure. mean they're probably back there playing video games yeah. or reading or yeah uh, you know like, like uh when we sorry play, that sounded like yeah when we do <laughs> something we don't do, do. Yeah. Yeah, we, <laughs> who reads books um but uh uh what was i gonna say yeah when we played with silent planet mitch was just uh, sitting back there making music on his laptop the whole time just talk, yeah. shooting the shit with everybody i remember uh uh oh fuck what's his name the bass player Thomas, yeah, Thomas comes in because he oh. had, he was, uh, that oh, was yeah. when the Sahara oh, Desert was uh, blowing so in dust All or whatever. Dust. Yeah. And he just walks in and he's like, he can barely talk. He's like, what the fuck is the Sahara Desert? Like, he's like, I can't fucking like breathe. Like, oh shit. And we're just like, that's a, I think it was Kyle. I was like, that's the, that's a, that's a desert, man. And he's like, where, uh, yeah. Cause he was like, where the fuck is the Sahara? That's what he said. <laughs> You're like surprised. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know why there's dust over here, but, um, yeah. So, you know, you were talking about, uh, loneliness mm-hmm. and now that like, that's one of those oh, things yeah. where we were, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's about, uh, people completing suicide and how like, oh, wow. you know, there's friends and everybody. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There, you know, like about to get real. We, we, <laughs> we as a band, we, a lot of our most, all of our music is about like mental health, like, uh, the new stuff coming out where, you know, we talk about addiction, all these other things, oh, but okay. uh, loneliness is like that song that we use to be like, Hey, like we do that. We're here 
for you guys. If you're struggling, dude, we'll be right over there. You like, you know, I work in mental health. Like I'm, I'm actually a recovery assistant. That's my, no shit. That's my adult job. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, like I, like I can give an uneducated advice, you know, just from experience dealing with those kinds of things. And so that's kind of like what we've like based our like band around is like, we're, we're your friends. Like, please come talk to us. <laughs> like, yeah. We mean every bit of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really, really. Yeah. Really. Go in. Well, real quick, this is where I wanted to oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, go ahead. Because oh. we have been a band for so long, and we haven't got to do this. We haven't got to tell you who right. we are. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, man, you know? this is this is like I said, this is one of you guys are one of the remaining like older bands that still exist <laughs> that are still COVID doing kill. stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I and I ev- not every day, but you know, whenever my release radar hits, or you know, I'm at a show and. And I get to see, you know, a band I haven't seen in a long time and they're playing like new music or something. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, why have I not talked to them? You know, so it, it's just, I feel like it's, it's, if I want to keep going to shows just as a general concert goer and a lover of music, that I need to do something, you know, whether that be share a flyer or invite people to a show right. or, you know, keep this going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as much of a headache, I mean, like I said, what took us an hour and a half to set this up? We've never done this together. Yeah. So the fact, and I mean, it really does help that this is like your day job. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these sick ass cameras, I yeah. mean, but just, if you ever need us, you know, just, we will work out some type of agreement like, <laughs> <laughs> because I really, I really want to be able to, to add value to the bands that are bringing value to my life. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that I was able to, and, and, and I, and I know that everybody's listening that I beat this through and through, but you know, support your local musicians any way that you can. And one of the ways that I do is, is um, when I go to interview a band, I'll go run and I'll just listen to their entire discography. Now yeah. I know that Spotify, you know, point zero zero eight cents or whatever it is <laughs> you know whatever doesn't matter to but us yeah, we're happy you're it's listening. still going yeah. to you know it's still going to get those numbers up yeah. and it's still going to show that people are out there actively consuming this music and it, it just reminds me that you know if you like the music you have to do something more like for example i listen to npr like every fucking day i'm such i'm such a dad <laughs> and they just did their like summer their summer drive where you become a monthly sustaining member. Yeah. And they were basically kind of saying like, we can't do this without y'all. Like that's legitimate. Like if there is not public contributions going into the national public radio, Mm -hmm. then of course it will cease to exist. Mm -hmm. And of course they get a little supplemental from the government and every year it gets lower and lower and lower. So they're actually turning into almost like a crowdsourced funded entity Uh completely. Um, which is what bands are from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you guys are crowdfunded through and through pretty much your entire music career, unless the, you know, the planets align and the right music producer is in the building when they hear the song and they see the set and then they mention it to so-and-so and then you're on a tour and then you're doing yep. this, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but the only way they're going to hear it is if, you know, everybody does their part, you know? Yeah. So, so if you're just listening to this and you just like their music or you like music in general, uh, I always just say it's like, do you like music? <laughs> then come to the show. You know, right? like you'll, yeah. there's something that you'll find. It may not, you know, it might, some bands might put you off. Like I remember I didn't like hardcore that much until I saw Spite live. Oh Ooh, yeah. Dude. You know what I mean? They got some like, fun that was That was my aha moment yeah. for the way harder stuff. Yeah. And then of course all the, all the accounts that are doing like breakdowns, 
bleh tutorials, <laughs> you know, all this stuff. <laughs> like spe- speaking of which, like I'm rocking, I haven't wore this shirt in forever. It's my mm. like Moss the Flame yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's a sick shirt. That's a band that I think will forever have some of just the sickest riffs and you know people can at me i don't give a fuck <laughs> but, but i know that their sound has evolved because they've got god knows how many albums now i think they're up to seven dude for real something like Chris that is like an insane vocalist dude, dude like, and, I, the fa- and the fact that he ha- that i really love a sing scream you know yeah. like there are, there are, <laughs> we're just talking yeah, about just that on the, like the false chord stuff like it, yeah yeah i mean it really just adds another layer especially if it's one person doing double duty yeah that is to me just like <laughs> Well, all right, you know, <laughs> best of luck. Don't blow your vocal cords. Yeah. There goes the whole fucking set, <laughs> you know, but, um, but I mean, yeah, just like moths. I don't even know where I was going with this, but, um, yeah, where the fuck was I going with this? This happens once an episode. <laughs> I lose track. That's okay. Like moths, like moths to flame. Dreaming. <laughs> you know what? Moths. It. We'll move on. We have, uh, we have a moth on our album cover. Oh, yeah. yeah there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> how many, I'm curious, how many uh, songs did you screenshot from uh, playlist? Uh, I think it was two. Okay, but gotcha. Because I only and... went, I went on a small run, a short, a short jaunt, a and short, I screen grabbed, let's see, Loneliness, jog. and I also grabbed, oh, no, that's Polaris. Oh, man, did you guys hear about the yeah, guy Polaris? Yeah, yeah. That was so sad, man. That's that's uh that's one of my favorite. That's bands. so sad to see any anybody pass away. Yeah. Um, but to see someone that was so influential to I think hundreds early, of thousands early of people. On, early on, Josh and I were talking about doing like a Polaris cover. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just because we like we like their vocal style so yeah. much. Six feet deep. Six feet deep. <laughs> oh, oh wow! My God. That's an oldie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went I back. That Thanks album. for not picking uh, like Heartless, which is like the top song. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves <laughs> I, everyone think, knows I think the reason that I that I, I, I it's probably just where it started. No, uh, yeah. actually, yeah, it's uh, the Heartless is where it starts. The I'm broken trying to song. Even, I'm trying to remember the lyrics. Lost thought. <laughs> we were talking dark. about six oh, feet the other day. Yeah. So that yeah. one, that one was uh, one of the like the visual like lyric things that I wrote. I think, dude, we like when we first started that first album. It was very like. We were going in this weird, like cinematic, like metalcore. <laughs> yeah. thing. We're we're big Ash movie up. nerds yeah. and, oh, and film nerds, yeah. and we'll have so to have a recap and just do like whenever a y'all podcast, especially like, music, <laughs> just because oh, okay. you guys run a podcast too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, go ahead and plug that. If you're uh, if you're into scary stories, yeah, we we do everything it's, from ghost stories, aliens, uh, yeah. creepy pastas, like it's just a bunch of metal dudes trying to scare each other. Yeah. Like with scary stories. That's it's got it's got a good is. little mix guys, of comedy in there. Just you guys do it live? Or uh, we used to we used to do it live on on Twitch, but yeah. uh, we don't do that no more. Now we just pre-record it. But um we're actually going to be wor- like gutting that out and reworking it and making it into making it better basically. Ooh, yeah. 50? We're yeah, we're on, we're on 47 now, so we we're doing two more episodes and then uh, is it all four of you? No. It yeah, no. Was for a while. <laughs> he, this 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 dude lives in Smithville, like which is like thirty minutes away from where we are. He's and like, it's, you're just gonna call it's, in. It's okay? hard to it's hard uh, for us three who live in the same city mm-hmm. to get together and record. Yeah. And Especially yeah, it's, I don't know. Plus, uh, the I, I think the the podcast thing was uh, just a little more, a little more fit for 
for me and Josh, really. And then Caleb's just like along for the ride. <laughs> Dude, no, He's like, this, just man, sit here. this man tells some great stories. Though. Yeah, no, he, he is a very author. great storyteller. Enjoy writing. <laughs> oh, you write? Yeah, little yeah. short stories. Yeah. Whenever we do those. Yeah. Oh, shit. Like some of the stories in the podcast, like he'll literally tell the story. And I'm, I'm especially me because I'm a huge weenie. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And he's like, I wrote that. I'm like, God damn it. Like you could have, like, I would have been afraid to go home tonight if you wouldn't You're have like, told me. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or the room we practice in. It's in my the garage yeah. in the house. All right, we'll, we'll close out with the with the haunted ghost story. Right, cool. of the band. No, okay. oh, Jesus uh, well, I mean it's an ongoing thing. It, it's it's oh. pretty consistent. Yeah, there's stuff yeah. moving around, constantly dropping. We I, welcomed I, it in. Yeah, I just, well, yeah, we do so much stuff in there, like with the the horror stuff. Like we welcome, we have a Ouija board, we have all kinds of occult little items everywhere. What? Yeah, so, yeah, it's like, I mean, you're welcoming things. Satan. Yeah, things uh, dropping. I recently had. I was playing Outlast Trials last night with a friend. Um, Is that a game? Yeah, yeah just a recent game. Yeah, it's a spooky game, um, and. They told me that they heard a strum of a guitar in the room. An acoustic guitar. Yeah. And I was like, uh-uh. That didn't, that didn't happen here. <laughs> and he yeah, had two. He had, so him. he has two acoustic guitars uh, sitting nearby, up, yeah. up against the table right behind him whenever this happened. And so, someone said that they heard the strum. Yeah, yeah they heard a clear strum. And so, I was like, it, it's not going. like, no, I swear to God, I know it's that one because I know it's out of tune. I heard an out of tune guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, well, what's great is like, oh, I Caleb is like, it. yeah, like he, it always happens to him and he's the one's like, I'm not going to acknowledge that. Like, I'm not even going <laughs> to, so, if I don't say that it happened, yeah. it didn't happen. I think the, the biggest creepy thing to me, cause you've had a personal experience, yeah. you've had one. Um, the one that gets me is that we've been locked in a few times. Oh yeah. The door, like, the, door. the door. Okay. So, so you know, you have a deadbolt and then you have the doorknob lock, right? Not the deadbolt, the doorknob lock will be turned to lock only locked into we've never been in, locked out. yeah it's yeah. never locked us out yeah. which is weird yeah. we, we like, get on we'll, each other we'll, about we'll, like, we'll, you sure we'll, you didn't do it nobody yeah. you know what it's all their <laughs> I don't fault think it's, we will joke we joke about ball. it a lot but uh, like more times than we've joked about it it's actually happened yeah, i think like, it's no one times now yeah like, somewhere around there yeah. <laughs> the reason why we're haunted is these two they the, i'm terrified of dolls and we had a doll episode yeah and they bought a fucking doll that is slowly falling apart by it the way her name is Elvira yeah and and she and she made up a whole story real. that no. that no dude i cr- i almost cried i was oh, so dude, fucking scared they like it. pulled it they're like tell me this fucking story about this doll and then i'm like and then they're like and then the owner like what did you say so the- i made up it's not a real story for anyone that goes back <laughs> i made up the story i bought this doll and i made up a story of like this is the first owner this is what so happened good. to them this is the second owner this is what happened to them and then it ended up in the shop where it's been living for a while and by the way open up a drawer i bought it and here it is <laughs> yeah and, and then we tried to play trembling. it off no, no, we tried no. to play it yeah. off that this yeah, story was real that. i was like get that shit away from me I'm we tried to play it off that this story was real and that we went and seeked like to find this doll but really we just yeah. we just felt we so just found a doll and then sorry, caleb in made a story oddity, in an almost in shop. literal tears shaking <laughs> i felt awful so i was like it's not real Josh, i'm sorry <laughs> And uh, well, that doll, but that doll like is just it is it's, very creepy. It's very it's, weird it's how terrifying. it's like deteriorating her name, and everything. Her name is Elvira. Yeah, Elvira. So that's my daughter has actually voiced her. We did like a little spinoff episode where like my daughter was her voice, and they made it move and stuff. Yeah. Oh my! What is the name of the podcast? The Dead, Dead Reflections, Reflections podcast. podcast. Dead Reflections available yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I'll put the link. Put a link in the description. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've been touched. On oh, my back dude, one yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, we're gonna have to have a part two. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like because every time combine them an ATX Metal Dead Reflections podcast. I, oh, why not? You got yeah. any spooky stories? Yeah, yeah, dude, that'd be. I see. I don't. It, it's. I'll bring my wife. She loves yeah. all the horror stuff. Gosh, hell yeah, dude! And like we even have this thing called Slasher Sunday, where oh, nice. where we put on just some scary movie in the background. And then we'll have people over and just like finger oh, foods cool. and uh, just whatever so cool. and whatever's playing in the background. Like people can like stop and or go sit down and watch it. And right. it's typical like B rated stuff. Oh, dude, that's the best one. The shittier the better. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, but then typically she'll put on, you know, like Halloween or, mm. you know, any of the classics. Um, but yeah, I think I think that would be something that she might be interested in. Yeah. I, oh, God, I would love to involve her in this in some shape, form, or fashion. And so I'm always trying to find like an angle like, hey, why don't you come join me? And she's just like <laughs> No, that's how my yeah. wife is. She's I don't even like, follow your thing. If you ever make it out to the, <laughs> I don't to the even countryside, <laughs> no. if you ever make it out to our countryside in Lagrange, oh, yeah, you're dude. more than welcome to stop. Yeah, we're always talking about you know, let's go do If you go to something. Houston, you drive yeah, through, dude. you know, yeah, if you go to Houston, you drive through Lagrange. Cool, yeah, okay, well, yeah. shit, yeah, man, yeah, um, well, man, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Dude. Any final, any, oh, yeah, uh, final shout outs? Uh, that we could do the plug for the new song, right? Yeah, 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 uh, so. I don't know. Should we? Should we give? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just do full details. All you. So the new single is called, called "Death Trip." Uh, it's so the title came from a video game. That, Same thing as the Heartless. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's a very short indie video game. It's kind of a. I wouldn't it. even give any details. Yeah, just go play it. Yeah. You yeah. Can get it on. Yeah, you can get it on itch.io. Yeah. It's, like yeah, itch.io is where you can buy it. You yeah. pay what you want. And, uh, like the letter H, uh, itch, like I T C H. Oh, itch. itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, you go pay what you want. It's called Death Trips with an S. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just we, on PC. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. We didn't want to get in trouble, so we took the S off. <laughs> we called it Death Trip. <laughs> and I kind of like it with like uh, one of my favorite bands is Power Trip. Right. And oh, so, of course. Um, but uh, the so the new song it'll be coming out in August. Um, we've played it at shows for. Almost, now, almost yeah. a year yeah. already. Oh, so yeah, yeah. worked been over. On so it. it's it's been worked over. a not it's it's a a newer song, but it has not been platform. digitally released. Yeah, yet. yeah. 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 it's the newest oh, one. That's what I love about live shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's, yeah. that's what we try to push. Peaks. Is like yeah. Yeah. like you can hear our new new material if you come to a show. Yeah, yeah. Like, and buy it might not be the greatest the compared to the studio version, <laughs> but I'm a, I always say if you can hit 85% of it live, like I was, I was, I was, on, I was doom scrolling on TikTok as we do all do. Um, and there was this guy that was basically saying like, you know, and, and I was just like, like I've said these exact words is for example, just casually listening, the algorithms hitting. And then all of a sudden it's like, you hear this song you've never heard before. You're like, yeah. what is that? Yeah, and you find it. You're like, cool. And then you're like, if you can go see them live, then go do it. Right. Uh -huh. And then you go see it live. And then you're just like, okay, the name of the song was, you know, whatever. Oh, they're playing it. It's in their set list. Cool. I'm going to make sure that I'm here for that song. And then they nail it. And it's like, you know what? When you're on stage, have fun. Like, which I know you guys right. do. I've seen you guys play, you know, countless times. And the fact is that there's some bands that are just so enamored with nailing it 100% yeah. that they actually lose sight of the show part of yes it. and then yes. you're just standing there just you know cross arms dad in the back i'm yep. guilty of the opposite i get <laughs> i get too involved in the in the show in the aspect show. Dude, I, the prime example up. is the chariot like out of all the shows i've ever watched on youtube or seen live 
Those, dude, they're, fuck, they're not even playing notes. They're just fucking going. The dude's climbing yeah. up on a thing, not even screaming the chorus. But no everyone's cares. like, fucking, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Exactly. Yeah. Have yeah. you seen Set the Stun? Uh, yeah, Set the Stun. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that guy's microphones. We <laughs> opened up for Set the Stun. Great band. You should check him out if you haven't yet. And the guy's like microphone stand was like broken. And he, and like, we kept like trying to get it and yeah. fix it. And he's just like, leave it alone. <laughs> and the microphone was down here and he's just laying He's just down, like wrapped up in his cord. Down, just fucking playing guitar, yeah. like just beating his guitar and screaming it. And it was the coolest. Like, it was he, so cool. He like, dragged his face across the stage. Yeah. Like, 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 no bullshit. This dude was out of his fucking mind. Set, 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 set to stun, yeah. yeah. And, and the reaction, we played with them over at Dirty Dog. That's yeah, that was at Dirty Dog, yeah. Such a good time. So yeah. like bands that can like be a safety hazard but also sound amazing <laughs> and be sweethearts <laughs> yeah. and be sweethearts yeah all, those all yeah those one. are the ones that you want to go see that's yeah that's <laughs> that's the best part is like you know doing these you get to know i get to know bands you know band members more personally so yeah, yeah. you know when this they get off set fun. we can have like a normal conversation or you know talk about comics or yeah whatever yeah um, and, and we were talking about like going to see bands live is that like even songs that have been out for years these bands change up a oh, lot because yeah. it gets boring playing the same song over and over and so they add stuff and so you get to go see the live version of that yeah and, and it's, it's like oh it's, that's cool it's a whole nother in there yeah. yeah yeah you're like i didn't hear this on the way down right yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Like we've changed tunings and songs just because we wrote it at a different tuning, and we we're like, "Oh, this sounds heavier for tuned tonight." Down. Yeah. And, yeah, drop fuck is what there we like is. to call it. Drop fuck, drop um, fuck. Yeah. You playing G? No, I'm playing drop fuck. Figure it out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, Death Trip. Uh, it's all, it's featuring the vocalist of uh, Brightburn. Yes, uh, Alec. Great band. Okay, Alec Torres. Uh, Sweetheart, dude is the nicest. He's a, he's like a miniature Garrett from Silent Plan. Like like miniature as in like he's not very tall. Yeah, he oh, he's so, so he, he looks like Garrett, but he sounds like Darius from Spite. Yeah, well, dude yeah. is a monster. Yeah, like and, and uh, it's crazy to think that that sound comes out of that, that little man. A dairy, a dairy Garrett. A dairy, a dairy Garrett. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put him in my phone as Garrett. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> text me like, who the fuck what? is this? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the music video for Death Trip is premiering on Slam Worldwide. Ooh, yeah. nice. So, uh, That'll get some traction. Yeah. yeah. We've always had some good stuff. Them we made it traitor. ourselves. Yeah, the homemade in the band room, the haunted band room, <laughs> the haunted yeah. band room Even with better. sheets and lights. <laughs> with, uh, with these like, very we made life. a music video about that looks about the same on par as the music, the videos that we like, like the horror. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it looks underrated. Like man, they shot this with the iPhone. You're like, <laughs> have you seen? We sure did. <laughs> uh, speaking of spite, have you seen Caved In? Uh, the music video for Caved In. But, Probably, but just I that's don't. a lot of inspiration to the music video we did for okay. Death Trip. It's like silhouettes, kind of yeah. like thing, like nice. and then just switching back. And there's no full band shots; it's all single. Like well, I can't wait to see it. That's gonna yeah. be t- thank you. Oh, okay. yeah. This is my wife bothering me. Uh, yep, sure. Yep. All right, that's Where it, guys. At? That's a wrap. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, any uh, any final shout outs? Uh, anything to plug? Anybody promote? Shout out uh, Dylan Quartz. He produced D- uh, Death Trip and Broken Tongue, which. Yeah. We released a year ago. Nice. Um, Guitarist in Living so, Hollow and Hopeless. Or yeah. Hope. Well, now he's, oh, a, he's a vocalist for, uh, for Living Hollow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the vocalist for Living Hollow. Is and he? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. See, the last show, dude, he freaking ripped it. I'm it out of crazy. touch this much. <laughs> 
And he's, I get gonna, he's gonna message you and be really upset. Well, <laughs> I, apparently, apparently well, so so the cool thing about here where we're recording it is that Dylan actually works here, the yeah. bartender here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, Chris, his bandmate uh, who drums, is also a bar. He's actually yeah. here now. Yeah. Um, Hi, Chris. And so. <laughs> And so we, were, uh, Chris was telling me about a gig, and I don't, I'll, I'll finish with this. Uh, some gig, some wrestling, midget wrestling, or short oh, yes, yeah. wrestling. Did he tell you about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they got invited out to play. The, the, I guess the, the promoter wanted a band to be there, and so they get there. They've got absolutely nothing. They don't even have this stage. <laughs> oh And man. so it was the ring, and they were trying to figure out where to put everything. He was like, "All right, we need this, 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 this," and they went out to get it, like go rent it. They had nothing. They had nothing. <laughs> and then they showed back up with like half the stuff they didn't have like so they didn't have enough inputs and it was just a big big disaster Damn. and so like i was talking to chris i was like i got i know exactly what i'm gonna do so i text him and i was like hey man i heard you like wrestling and he's like i'm sorry who's this i was like oh it's ryan from the podcast chris told me about your wrestling experience he's like just please don't. <laughs> Let's not go there. So, speaking of rings, uh, our uh, the heartless music video we shot in a boxing ring. Yeah, in like a an MMA gym and, and it was covered in blood and shit. It was fucking nuts. <laughs> Somebody must be bleeding or dead. So, speaking it, of blood, good segue. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You can find us at FWFTX on, yeah, on everything. everything. Yeah, please go follow us on all socials. Yeah. And awesome. when they play a show, go see it and buy the tickets directly for. Oh yeah, and yeah. We'll this give, is this we'll is the first one of the year. I'm so excited, so excited. So thank you guys for coming for sure. Thank and you, thank uh, you for having us, man. This has been awesome. Uh, let's go have a tasty beverage. Question oh, yeah. mark? Uh, I already drink. Uh, yeah, he's already. Yeah, he's he started early. He's like, yeah. He started. Is, he started as soon as twelve. <laughs> as soon as we got here, it was twelve. He's like, it's PM. Party mode. All right, guys. Thank you very much. And thank uh, you. I honestly look forward to like rewatching this. And Hell yeah. Okay. That's one of the cool things I like is just reliving. This, oh, yeah. Same. You know what I mean? You just listen. You're like, <laughs> our podcast. That's staying in. Yeah. You know? I, produ I produce like the, like I do all the scene right. switching when for the pick. podcast. And so I'm kind of, I'm kind of out of it for the recording. And then, oh, yeah, you're on and the then whenever side. I go and edit it, I get the full story. Yep. And I was like, damn, this is scary than I thought. So good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I love you. I love you. I love you too. too. You're very cute. For me to you. I love you. Thank Press you. Press stop. Press stop. <laughs> I can't. I'm over here just like, dude, typically I, I like land it and I'm just like, and done. And done. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, this is no, awesome. No.